another episode, which is the second, but really like <laughs> probably the 15th episode of the um, Prelude Podcast. We hope that our technical difficulties are behind us. I think they are. We Miles. hope. We I hope. I think they are. You I think they are. I've done a lot of work on this thing. Right. I've done some uh, troubleshooting. I called in Geek Squad. I think they've done some stuff to the Geek old uh, laptop here. So efficient. I think we're good. Those yeah, no, they are efficient. They are efficient. Hey, look, we got to get these episodes out. So we are the Prelude Podcast. We uh, we look back at classic albums or albums that uh, you know not necessarily classic. Maybe we like them. It's true. Uh, we it's go true. song by song through them and see uh, see if we like them predominantly or we don't like them. If we uh, pass, love it, hate it, whatever. Miles, how have you liked this podcast so far? So far, well, <laughs> exactly. Miles hasn't liked it because we haven't been releasing episodes. He doesn't want to false advertise on the IG, no, but I don't. now we, we are. No, Miles, why did we start this podcast? Any any reasons why? We started this podcast for a couple reasons, I think. I mean, we enjoy doing we've been doing podcasts. We've for done, sure. We've done episodes of The Prelude for like what seems like... Eternity. 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 But uh, we wanted to go back and look at albums, and we, we have a similar taste in music. Um, to a certain degree, and yep. then and then when we get to a point, it's totally opposite. And I want you know I wanted to explore some of the music that you like, and you want to explore some of the music I like. And absolutely, what uh, better way can we do that by listening to the album and, and talking telling about you it. all about it? Now, about it. Yeah. Miles, mm-hmm. here's the beauty of this episode. Yes. I'm glad you described it exactly this way, because this episode was an album choice of mine, and I chose this album because one, I know that you're it's not that you're not a fan, but you just don't listen to them. Well, I, I, I did. Well, I didn't. I, I wasn't a fan. I, I may not be a fan now. It's just uh, I didn't know anything about them. All I knew about them, uh, uh, Vampire Weekend. There you go. Is that Miley Cyrus liked them and, and you liked them? Well, I knew Miley I, Cyrus liked them. It's got to be amazing. Yeah, and I knew I knew they're an indie band, and in, which I found it kind of funny that you liked them because they are. You know, that's not your usual. Look, genre. I don't hate indie bands. I hate <laughs> a few of them, and one in particular. But okay. um, right. yeah, I chose uh, Vampire Weekend, Modern Vampires of the City. Modern Vampires of the City. And yeah, their glad, third studio album. Yes. I'm glad we didn't talk too much about it, but I'm glad that you had a chance to uh, to listen to it, and I'm actually quite eager to hear uh, your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. Look, those who know Vampire Weekend and are willing to you know take a step back, it's not for everybody. But as an indie indie music lover, Miles, I'm yes. very intrigued. Yes, I am. So tell me some some interesting info. My, I call Miles Fact Guy. Well, you sh- this is your band. You should be the Fact Guy. No, nah, I- man, I can't tell you facts about it. I can tell you they went to Columbia. I can tell mm-hmm. you uh, the band is named after uh, a failed project by uh, band leader Ezra Koenig. Koenig, yeah, lead, lead singer. Um, yeah. Tried to make a, a student film, uh, a la Lost Boys, and uh, I guess. I don't know what kind of grade he got on it or if it was a gradable <laughs> project, but it didn't go very well. But it did lead to the vamp, uh, the band being called Vampire Weekend. What else do I know about them? They play sick tracks. That's what I know. Sick tracks. Okay. Sick okay. tracks. They they put you in a good mood. I'll you tell the, me the real facts. I'll be, I'll be the judge of that. Well, this is their oh, third studio God. album, uh, released on May 14th, 2013. And this is what we always like to talk about this because we have we you and I agree on this. There's a perfect time period for for an album yeah the perfect length and yep. the perfect length and this one is a 42 minutes and 54 seconds you hit between 40 to 48 40 to 48 and i'm feeling pretty good about yeah. your uh you know what that tells me that you you had your songs you put you picked the good ones mm-hmm. you could have put some fluff on there but you picked the good ones hopefully you think that that hopefully yeah and the album's concise you release it and people eat it up mm-hmm. and uh so vampire weekend you as you mentioned uh, ezra Koning. Yeah, uh, consists of Ezra Koning lead, Chris Bio 
on base. No relation to... Is this Scott Bowes' brother? No, no. Scott Bowes? No no, no relation. Oh, shit. Uh, Chris Thompson on drums. Chris Thompson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking time out of his busy NFL career. (laughs) Jeez, man. Holy. Lead back now. And now he's making... Don't know if he's a lead back, but that's okay. That's... uh, it's a different podcast. Uh, and Rostam bought Monglish. Monglish, nice. I think that's how you uh, pronounce his name. Okay, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he basically does every other instrument and uh, is involved in the production. Nice. And this was, the, I believe, this was the final album uh, that he was tour- he toured with with uh, Vampire Weekend, but he does, uh, does the production now. This album's mainly. legit. I can't wait to hear what you think. Okay, Look, you already well, know what I think about I, it, so well, I'm pretty pumped. But well, you think it's legit. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest it otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, well, let's, let's see. I'll, t- I'll tell you that there's a lot of other uh, publications that actually agree with you. I like and that. And that this album is legit. Uh, because Pitchfork, Pop Matters, Rolling Stone, Slant Magazine, Under the Radar... Ranked it the best album of the year 2013. Really the best album? The best album. The number one album. In the best album. The all son them. of a gun, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just yes. a sh- I'm just a sheep. I follow the herd. <laughs> wow. Who knew? Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty sick, though. Best that's, album of 2013. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Probably wants to go see what other albums wrote. And it, it actually de- debuted at number one on Billboard uh, 200. So that, there you go. That's uh, that's that's, uh, that's pretty big. That's it's it. uh, pretty legit. Albums, albums, fantastic. There you go. End of end of show. No. Oh yeah, I bet. No, I had to listen to it first to be the judge myself. I'm Random Access Memories by Daft Punk came out in mm-hmm. 2013. Okay. Yeezus, which is very forgettable, came mm-hmm. out in 2013. Uh, you know, I'm looking at this. Nothing was the same. That's uh, Drake. I got my eyes on you. Oh, okay. 2013. Really, 2013 wasn't a fantastic year for um, Lord. Was it was out in 2013? Okay, the pure heroine. Okay, well, it's not too. Oh, Casey Musgraves. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. Anyways, we 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 get to hear. Okay, Miles. Well, let's. Uh, are you are you ready to get get into this, or are you dreading it because you hated the album? I think so. Well, oh, I, I when I listened, I listened to. I first listened to it. I I felt a little old. Yeah. Listening to it. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just. I, just it, it it came off as a young 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 folk music. I mean, these Not dudes folk are music, but young person music. These dudes are fresh out of uh, college, so I mm-hmm. can I can see that. But most of the musicians you're going to listen to now are fresh out of college. So I, once I once I got over you know the fact that I felt a little old, listen to it. You did go to a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, I did. Okay, yes, I did. That was many years ago. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. How many years ago? Was it after 2013? Uh, no, that was the 1989 tour, so I don't know. It's probably after 2013. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Miles, well, if you so you listened to it, you felt old. No. You I still did. feel old now. I feel something. I feel something, and let's get into it. I am intrigued, Miles. I am intrigued. Track number one. I think. Uh, I think uh, the listeners already heard that at the start of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> a little something that just kind of. Uh, I don't know how I decided to do that. I just kind of stumbled across it. But uh, yeah, you heard the uh, the chip tune slash eight bit version of what, Miles? Obvious bicycle. Yeah. All right. I, I'm. Bicycle. I'm gonna pass pass uh, the first uh, comments on to you. Because Absolutely. This is, this is your band, so you go. You go ahead. I need everybody listening right now to close your eyes <laughs> close your eyes okay this is how i pictured this song i'm riding a bicycle one of those bicycles you ride 
you're not looking to make miles on it. You're just looking to cruise. Big wheels. You got the basket in front. You just hit the farmer's market. You got some fresh fruits and vegetables, and you're headed home. You got your Ralph Lauren polo shirt blowing in the wind. You know, it's uh, you smell that ocean breeze. Now open your eyes. I just walked you through an experience that was obvious bicycle. This song is amazing. This song is how you start an album. It's just so perfect. It's it's a perfect start to an album, Miles. I love it. I've it's for the longest time it was one of my favorite songs on the track on the album. Of course it still is, but uh, it's still it's your favorite song on, on the not album. Not my favorite, but it's it was one of them. But um to start an album off like this, it's just like and I again, you know, you know my thoughts about Vampire Weekend, but man, this song is like this song is summertime. Summertime. Yep. It feels like summertime. Got my oh sweat my rag God. right here. Well, okay. Well, there you go. You, the you Hamptons, really, you really, you the really like that song. Oh, I do. First time I heard the song, uh, first time I heard the first couple songs, it didn't instantly hit me. It, it didn't, it didn't, it, I'm just being honest. It didn't in, instantly hit me. You don't but like then, traveling. You don't like being in the sunshine with no. your Ralph Lauren polo shirts well, cruising I mean, back from the farmer's market. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe one day. But then I listened to it again. Okay. And this, and then, and then it, it kicked in, yeah. and yes, obvious bicycle was awesome. Oh, it's so good. And it was awesome, yeah. And I, I really liked it, and I, I'm like, okay, all it's right, like really like okay. I can get in, I can get into this band now. Well now produced, that good music, good singing all around. You can, this, you can sing to this stuff. Well, it's well great. produced, you say. Well, Botman Gleege is uh, actually described as one of the greatest indie producers of his generation. Good for him because he proved it with that track right there. <laughs> well, oh, okay, Miles, this is a good start. So one for one for It's definitely one for one. I I I like that track. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's unbelievable that you like that track. Do you think so? You know what that would make me? <laughs> An unbeliever. An unbeliever. <laughs> which is the name of the second song, pluralized. Unbelievers. Mm-hmm. Unbelievers, Miles. Are we going two for two? Did Obvious Bicycle lead into another track that you liked? Well, this song was the third release single off the album and peaked at number seven on Billboard Alternative Song Chart. Such a good track. And when I heard this song the first time, once I'm going to go back to the first time with the first few songs, this I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I kind of expected when, when I was thinking. What, Did you think bubblegum indie? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, okay, I can understand a little bit, that. A little bit. And I was like, okay, this, this is the Vampire Weekend that I expected. But with Unbelievers track two, I'm, we're going two for two for me. Oh, we're going, I don't know. Are you surprised hey, so, far? Yeah. so far? So far? You know, I know you like indie music, but this isn't. This is different indie music. Uh, so I'm a little surprised. Is that different? What's, it, di- it's what's, a little what's different, different about it? Well, you called it bubblegum, or I called it bubblegum, but you, you kind of agreed. Uh, I mean, that that's and I know you like that song. A little I know bit. you like your indie music a little less popular. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and these guys are hugely popular, so they're pretty popular. Uh, no, ba- Unbelievers is amazing for me. This is uh, back to back sick tracks. This is a little bit faster than than Obvious Bicycle. Yep, a little bit. You know, I'm. Uh, this is me on the, you know, the dusk, having an Aperol spritz, <laughs> sitting back with a couple of my friends, our cable knit sweaters wrapped around our shoulders. It's a very nostalgic album for you, isn't it? Talking about our favorite <laughs> pastel colored shorts. That's what this is. Oh, yes, of course. Comparing our I wear Ralph, those tons. Comparing our Ralph Lauren to our Tommy Hilfiger pastel shorts. Oh, yeah. And thinking, Got lots of those. And thinking at what age do we graduate to Tommy Bahamas? 
That's this song. Unbelievers uh-huh. is great. Okay. So we're both two for two. I don't know. I mean, I don't you know probably think I'm it. going. You probably think I'm going perfect on this album. I, I don't think you're going perfect on this album. Well, this this is is this not one of your favorite albums of all time? It is, but n- that doesn't mean I like every song. It just means the songs that I do like. It should mean that I like most songs and the songs. Yeah, that no, I do no, like no, are no, I I understand. This I, is one of I my favorite it. albums of all time. It'd be hard for me to pick my favorite album of all time okay. right now. All right. There, well, we're two, for top, we're, we're, two, we're, two, we're two for top two. We're two for two. Sure. We're two for two. And um, I, we haven't hit my favorite song in the album yet. And yeah. so that that's a good sign. So that yeah. tells me you like another song. Yeah, son no, of yeah, a well, gun, man. Well, we got a Vampire Weekend fan potentially. Maybe, maybe. Okay, what <laughs> what do we got next? Numero tres. Uh, it is the fifth release single off the album. I believe there was five. They had five hmm. tracks they released, and it's called Step. I'm a little surprised it's uh, released as a single, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, for uh, for one of my favorite albums, pretty early on for me to say it's a miss, but this is definitely a miss. This is the first miss for me on this album. Oh, so, what? Really? It's, yeah, it's a little oh. off. Uh, it's hard to describe. All I can say is it sounds like they're trying a little bit too hard here. Uh, well, I, I, they, they, they're trying to, to get away now. from the, the normal stuff, and that's okay, But and you can take these kind of... Um, you know risks, but this one just this one just missed for me. So, I don't, well, so lyri- lyrics and uh, other elements of the song were actually inspired by uh, "Souls of Mischief," the "Souls of Mischief" song "Step to My Girl." It's actually, where, it's uh, quite quite similar. You know where "Souls of Mischief" are from, right? <laughs> I do. They're from Oakland. Oh, yes. nice. Okay, good. <laughs> Bay Area. Yeah. Just making sure you know your Bay Area hip hop. I like that. <laughs> oh, did you know that? I do now. <laughs> I do right. now. I knew it in time for this podcast. <laughs> That's the big thing, right? <laughs> right. Whether I learned that, I like, and I like this song. I like this song. It, 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 it did. It did really? have a little. It had, yes, it had a little oh. hip hoppy feel to it. Of course, you know right. I like hip hop too a lot. But I, I mean, I don't it was felt like, hip hoppy, but or any a little hip hoppy feel. Yeah. Step, hey, I don't. You know, okay, that's good. I mean, I'm glad you're liking it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big pass for me, but no, uh, oh, big pass. Big, yeah, big pass. Okay, all right. Okay. But we all get right. into some good. Tracks. All right, right now, right now, I'm a bigger Vampire Weekend fan than you. Apparently, right now you're a bigger fan of this album. Although I love the first two songs, I'm not sure you love them. Yeah, I don't. We'll love see. Them. Well, we'll Unbelievers see. Unbelievers gets is stuck in your head, though. I tell you, that song gets stuck in your head. Girl, you that was track and two. I would die. Unbelievers bound yeah, to oh, it gets, gets stuck in your head. Okay, all right. Track number four. It's called Diane Young, and it goes two minutes and 40 seconds. It's the lead single from the album. I remember it being the lead single. I remember loving mm-hmm. this song when it came out. It peaked at number 11 on Billboard Alternative Charts, actually. So I think Unbelievers was the highest uh, charting Surprising that had. an album uh, debuts at one but can't get a number one single, or even close to it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it did win. This song did win the Independent Track of the Year at the 2013 hmm. AIM Independent Music Awards. So okay, I mean, well, 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 so it's got some uh, legs behind it. I'll tell you what I like. I like Diane Young. Diane it's a good. Young. It's a good song. It's got a throwback vibe. Look, it was the first song I was anticipating this album. Uh, you know, I loved the first album. The second album was uh, it was okay. Uh, I was hoping they'd come back with something good, so they brought this on. And yeah, this is a sick, sick track got a throwback vibe uh it's not your typical sound uh v-dub i guess what the kids call them nowadays <laughs> v-dub sound and track uh a little fucked up around the chorus i'll i'll, I'll you know i'll admit that it's it's kind of strange but this song puts me in a good mood this song gets me going i love this track it, it, it is a bit of a pump up song i mean the, the the song title diane young is a play on the phrase dying young you can hear it you listen to it, it really does sound like you know, saying dying young 
Fuck, now it does. Yeah. It just blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Did you, know that, uh, and now that I think back to it, it does sound like that. Yeah, have you ever seen the video for it too? Yes, I have. It's uh, what is it? It's uh, I was watch just watching it recently. It's um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci's Last Supper, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and it's featuring Sanigo, Chromio, right. Sky Ferreira, Despot. You know all those cool people. Of course, it's of course it is. <laughs> if you ask, like, of course Santa Gold's in that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I really, li- I really like the oh, song. I really, I really like the song. So far, I would say it's my favorite song in the album, actually. Diane, Diane Young. So, well, so, so far, so, so far, far listening yeah. to that. Okay. So far, so and Good. so far, four for four. That's amazing. I might have introduced a thousand. You, might introduce you to a nice album. Okay. Tell me, uh, <laughs> tell me about number five. Track number five. Don't lie. Don't lie to me about if you like this album because it means a lot if you do. I, I wouldn't lie. Put myself out there with this lie. album. You know? I would not lie. No. Don't lie. No, I'm. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this album. I love it; it's still my, one of my favorites. But this is another miss for me. Don't lie is way too slow, way too repetitive. You know they got to sneak one of these in. They got to sneak one of these slow, repetitive uh, songs. They can't all be hips uh, hits for me. But um, little lazy, little lazy track. Lazy, huh? Uh, yeah, lazy. Lyrically lazy, musically lazy. Sometimes these indie artists, man, they don't have as much time as those big time guys. These guys, these guys, these look, these dudes are trust. They're trust fund rock. These guys got all. (laughs) They got enough time. Trust me, they got enough time. Take your sip. Looks like you're drinking some electrolytes there. Uh, No, it's uh, raspberry, lemon, and mint. Looks good, man. Looks real good. And water, H2O, nectar of the gods. By the way, side note, Mm. I did a little shopping at Ayub's. It's like the uh, nut and dried fruit place on uh, Denman here in West End. Crushed yep. it. They got some good stuff there. We have a friend that who, who couldn't go in there. He would explode. He did. He uh, <laughs> did. He would explode for sure. In fact, I bought so much and handled so many of them, uh, the nuts and stuff, that he may not want to be around me for the next one to two weeks. <laughs> okay. Anyways, sorry for that side note, but it yeah, is a wonderful place. Let him know. Okay, don't lie. Yeah, not my track. Not my track. Don't you lie tonight. I still love. No, wait, no. That's sorry, not. That's, don't lie. No, no. Don't, don't lie. lie. Don't lie. Track number five. Um, so, it's interesting. These these uh, trust fund kids. They've got a theme going on in this song here. Track number five. Die young. Uh, sorry. Uh, don't lie. The theme is dying young. Or dying these guys. Fleeting youth, youth and impending responsibility. These guys. Who in their undertones, man. Who knew? Who knew? I like this song. Yeah, I don't love it. I mean, <laughs> this every song too. Yes, every every every. Are you idea. pulling my chain here, man? I'm not pulling your chain. I, I, so Are you just trying here. to make I got, me? I got a check mark right beside it. That ah, means I like it. Surprising. Check. I just if I, if I didn't like it, it'd have a big X. I'm surprised. I feel like I don't know. I just feel like I'm being du- duped here. That you're, you're not being. Uh, you're not being duped. No. All right. Well, don't lie. Wasn't for me. Apparently, you like don't it. Don't you lie tonight? Again, wrong track. But. <laughs> um, maybe I don't like it. Okay. Number okay. six. <laughs> Number six. Hannah Hunt. It's all about the game and how you play it. Double H. This was not a <laughs> Triple H. This was a, not a single, actually. That's crazy that this is not a single. Crazy. It was not. This uh, album had five singles, and this was not. And, and Hannah Hunt, I'm just going to go off and say that I really did like Hannah Hunt. Um, the, the melodic piano buildup, freaking fantastic. The album, or the, the song. Uh, yeah, great. So this is not a single. Yet Rolling Stone listed as listed it as number eighty eight on the greatest songs of the century. Of the century, yes, that's pretty big. I mean, that's, that's true. Well, I mean, the, the, that uh, 
they did they did release that uh in June twenty uh, eighth, two thousand eighteen, in Old yeah. Town Road by Lil Nas X had uh, so that's probably gonna knock it down. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. <laughs> if Old Town Road comes in, then it gets knocked down. You're right. You're right. It's a bit outdated that list. Uh slow, another slow song, but uh unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Uh from the start to the way it slowly picks up in the middle to the piano kicking in at the end. Yeah. Uh Weird, strangely enough, the piano kicks in and it sounds at that point like a Coldplay song. <laughs> and you know how much I, I despise I Coldplay. Yeah, well, maybe maybe you like it more than you. Maybe I do if they don't sing and they just play piano. Uh, the song's phenomenal. The song is phenomenal. I have. Uh, Hannah Hunt. Yeah, it's incredible. It's beautiful. Uh, side note, if uh, if you'll let me uh, just squeeze something in here, mm-hmm. Rolling Stone described it like this. Vampire Weekend grew up fast, and by the time, you know, I skipped some of this, by the time of their third album, Modern Vampires of the City, they were writing about what singer Ezra Koenig described as growing up, starting to think more seriously about your life and your faith. That sense comes through powerfully on Hannah Hunt. Hannah Hunt's, sorry, hauntingly pretty song about a cross-country road trip. Tinged with Dylan-esque indecision, it remains their best marriage yet of smarts, soul, and sweetness. Which Dylan are we talking about? Bob? Bobby Dylan, not Bob, Jacob. Not Jacob. Bob. Although I like that song too, Wallflowers, uh, One Headlight. One Headlight. Uh, yeah, Hannah Hunt's phenomenal. Like you can't, uh, there's, I honestly, just, it's a perfect track. There's nothing wrong with it. I so yeah, no, no I, I, I agree. Six for six so far for me. Which was a little uh, bit longer. Six, six out of uh, uh, 12 out of songs. Six. Yeah, so I'm far. impressed. Six man. out of six. The worst that they can do in this album. 50%. That's 50%. a passing grade. That's the worst. It's passing grade. I like that. That's Hannah Hunt's amazing though guys If you can li- actually listen to that And just listen to it many times over It's like incredible Which then takes you into number 7 So again This is probably where you uh, Flip the vinyl As Miles likes to say to the B side mm-hmm. Although I'm pretty sure Miles doesn't know What the uh, B side is for this album Neither do I, I. I What? Uh, sadly I don't Are we on to next Miles? We're on to track number 7 Let's just say it's side 2 side uh, And two. it's called Everlasting Arms, uh, three minutes and three seconds. I don't know why I'm telling you that, um, but it's actually a, it's a riff on the the hymn, the Christian hymn, leaning on everlasting arms. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a nice little fun fact for you. Yeah, your uh, take on this track? I liked it. <laughs> I'll stop, man. The jig, the jig, the jig is up, man. No. The jig is up. I liked it. I did. Okay. But again, once again, I, 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 if I, if I don't like a song, I will, I will I will tell you. Okay. And if I, okay, barely okay. like a song, I will let you know too. But I think I, I liked it. And it's it, as far as all the tracks that have gone so far, it's probably my least favorite. But okay. we've gone over some pretty darn good what are you tracks. Me? So I, don't know. Uh, I was a little bit iffy on this one, but uh, it's it's unique enough in a way that I would like that kind of seals it for me. Uh, Sorry, I say like that it. again. What seals it's it? Unique, the uniqueness, but oh, unique okay. in a way that I would like. Uh, but I will say this: uh, as much as I do love this album, and you know I do. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, you get to a point on some Vampire Weekend albums uh, where it gets a little repetitive. So they start to sound a lot of starts to sound the same. And okay. again, I call this unique and and say it's repetitive at the same time, which makes no sense. But it doesn't make sense. You get the vo- you get the point. His voice can get a little repetitive and, and this and that. But I do I do like the track. I don't love it. But it's definitely, I'm not going to pass it if I'm listening to this on uh, on a road trip to the Hamptons, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Or for one of our listeners, I went to a lovely place called Provincetown, I believe, with him, and he'll know all about it. So we would listen to that on, in Provincetown, I think. Is Provincetown? that before or after you got stung by a wasp's nest? Uh, that was after the, the wasp nest. That's, yeah. <laughs> that was after the wasp nest uh, swarmed okay. me. Uh, I came back and went to Provincetown. But he'll know all about it. Provincetown is the kind of place that probably listens to Vampire Weekend. Yeah, on I will take your word for it. Next up. So we both like Everlasting Arms, but don't love it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Next uh, up. Track eight is called Fingerback. Fingerback. Mm-hmm. Change of pace, I'd say that. Uh, Everlasting Arms, a little bit slower. And uh, Fingerback's definitely not not uh, slow. Back to the fast pace. It's, uh, yeah, I like it. Again, I don't. I, it's not a, a, a love one, but... Uh, I like the way it picks you back up, and it's uh, this one puts me in a good mood. It gets the pace going back again. So uh, I could never sing this song if I wanted to. Yes, uh, yeah, no, I know car. what you mean. Could never sing the song. It's too high pitched and too fast for me to get going. But uh, I'm w- similar to Everlasting Arms is that in that I like it, don't love it, but I'm not going to skip it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I know that Miles, this is the one that you don't like. I know it. Well. Uh, I have to say I like this one too. It has a, it has a check it has a check mark. Why would I why, why would you not believe me? I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I'm, just, maybe I'm just really happy that you're enjoying the album. So right now, yeah, it's getting uh, finger back. Wow, it's getting a good grade here. Okay, well, okay, well, how about this? How about this, Mouse? How about this? Yep. You know how we both take notes on these things and this and that. I'm gonna tell you the name of the next song. Song mm-hmm. number nine is, is Worship You. Yes. I'm going to tell you word for word exactly what I wrote. Okay. Guarantee, Miles, you hate this. Hate, Ga- hate, strong word. Guarantee, hmm. ellipses. And I get it. <laughs> but I don't. Ezra Koenig is killing it here. <laughs> killing it. There is. I love this song. I love this song. And uh, I think... Ezra does a sick job of it. It's well produced. There's no way you like this track. If you like this track, uh, then you'll like everything Vampire Weekend has ever done. Hmm. So I, I, I pass this to you now. Well, I, I guarantee you won't like it. I hate to disappoint you in your, uh, uh, what's his name? Leatherneck? Leatherhead? Leatherhead. Leatherhead. I guarantee. Ed Look Garantee. it up, guys. TMNT Leatherhead. Leatherhead. I guarantee. There's a Cajun, a Cajun gator. Um, well, your guarantee. Um, I gotta say, I like this song. I, I like this song. And it just keeps going Stop. and going and going. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. I mean, I like it, so I can't I don't blame know. you for liking it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Okay. But I liked it. Then I mean, you're not gonna hate anything they ever produce. That's um, it. Well, I mean. We'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, okay. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. I like, like I said, I, I love, I love worship you. I'm just, uh, I can't believe that you like it, but great. I, I mean, like I'm great. Hey, look, like, I also like the title of the song too. I've yeah. given you an album so far. That's nine of twelve at the very least. So. Uh, it is so. So far, I've been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Okay. Well, I'm. Uh, that doesn't make sense, but no, you well, have been. You haven't been thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Unless, unless this is Ezra Koenig <laughs> speaking to you, <laughs> and you're speaking to him. It didn't make sense uh, when it came out of my mouth. Anyways, we'll continue. And we will go to track number 10. 
And this is the point in the album where it turns. Where my mind is blown because I love track 10 so much. Yeah, hey. <laughs> 15, I'm sorry, 5 minutes and 12 seconds of pure bliss. I was, it was amazing. This is the I second, this you, the second single off the album, and I, I loved every second of it. I've listened to it probably twenty times. I'll never figure you I, out, man. Twenty, twenty times, twenty times. Um, I listened to the album probably five or six times, but twenty, I probably listened to the song twenty times. I'll never figure you out. Mm-hmm. I would call this song weird. That's well, that's a little weird, yeah. Sing along factor is so, great. So you, you don't, you, you, you would, I would think that you would. I think that I would like the weird song in the album. I know, but it's so weird. Like the, it's like the that weird. I don't know when they get the, the weird computerized computerized voice that or whatever it is that you likened to uh, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> okay, now open your mind up and listen to me, Kendrick. That's what you compared it to. Uh, anyways, the song's weird. I do like it a lot. Uh, Sing along factor is huge. It's weird as fuck though. But uh, I'll say this. Yep. Uh, if you're a Vampire Weekend fan too, this may not be for you either. This is like a this is a little bit different than some of the other songs they do, uh, but it is for me. I like I'm probably like you in this and that the this is a catchy ass tune. This thing gets stuck in your head, big time. By the way, I'm glad that you listened to this 20 times and you listened to the album six times. That means you liked it, man. That means you liked it. I did. I've listened to. I've probably listened to it about six times. Well, I hate 42 minutes oh, and 54 yeah, it's seconds. It's an easy listen. Right? Yeah, hey, it's kind of a sick track though, but really just a strange one. So yeah, you like, so I, I like that you to listen. So you like to that one? It. Yeah, I, I would say listen to it and, and you know maybe drop us a, a DM on the uh, Instagram page. I'd love to know what you think of it because it's a weird track, but I do like it. Yeah, I and I, I, I and I actually read up on it too because I wanted to know more. Like I, I mean, I read up on a lot of the songs. I and, like that, and, and I, I do my research obviously, but I read a little bit more on this song and um. I mean, it's about it's. It has certainly has a distinct religious tone, and yeah. is uh, is heard in the narration of the song. Um, apparently, having a some kind of existential crisis at a at a uh, festival, and you can hear that. In You've the had song. some crises at festivals, have I? I know of one where you were very upset with me. Oh, 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 oh pray tell. I, you know, you wanted to see a band early. Uh-huh. early. Oh, is that the one where you promised, you promised me you would you would go? You wanted to see a band early. Wow, early. What, like 11.30 a.m.? Like, like 10. Oh, come on. They don't even... Festivals don't even Split open Split the 10. diff, 10.45. <laughs> at 10.45 on a Sunday, last day of the festival, after three nights of heavy drink, three days and nights of heavy drinking... You wanted to see a band at ten forty-five. Now, to be fair, heavy. clearly I was up at. To be fair, nine. I did say, <laughs> yes, Miles, I will get up and go with you at that time. However, I was predisposed and I was unable to do that. There yeah, were extenuating well. circumstances. Well, you broke your promise. I did. I've made it up to you tenfold. I hope by now. I hope. Well, I hope. We'll see. The way um, you slammed your water ball down is concerning, but. No, I just, I'm just, I just want to listen to that song again because I love it. <laughs> it's uh, well, let's move on to the next one. You love that one, okay? So ten out of ten. It's amazing. That is, I mean, if you're if you're shooting ten out of ten, hitting ten out of ten free throws, you're you like Steve Nash. Yeah, I'm glad I gave you a Nash album and not a. Uh, let's go with 
Ben Wallace this time, but I, could, I, had, a, I had a couple guys I was looking at there. Okay. All right. Numero track, track number 11. Once, so once. The album slows down a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, this song is called Hudson. Yeah. And I'm just going to tell you that I like this one too. It has it has a vampiric, <laughs> yeah, it a vampiric, uh, kind of a Mozart feel to it, and it's in in the end. And and I I liked it. I, I yeah I did. This is like an emo band. Yeah, there you go. Wrote a soundtrack to the movie Sleepy Hollow. This is just fucking sure. eerie. Sure. Weird, yeah. Va- vampiric is pretty uh, bang on. I don't know what they're doing here. I'm not sure what what the deal is with this. It's just just really. Uh, I don't know. This one puts me. This one just puts me down. I don't. <laughs> this is a big pass. This is a terrible song. Okay, terrible. Terrible. Oh, oh, terrible. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know what's going on. Like, listen to it, man. I don't, not when I put Vampire Weekend on, despite the name. I don't want to hear uh, something where I, I have fears that vampires are going to attack me. <laughs> that song's out. That's, that song's all, that's all I thought I was going to hear when I was listening to Vampire Weekend. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Mm-hmm. No, this is a big, big pass. Okay. Numero 12, though. Both languages. Uh, I'm sure you love. Sure you love. Well, I, do I want to break the streak? I don't know. It's a tough one because it's not really a song as much as it's an outro. As much as it's an outro, it is an outro. It's an it's but we one all, we minute also look at and forty five seconds. It's not very long. Nope. Short, mostly instrumental track and uh, lyrics and music, completely by Botman Glige. That guy's a stud on this album. Rostin. Well, he's the producer. I know, but he's for this album for him to be for you to be eleven and eleven. Guy must be a super producer. Yeah. Well, well, it's twelve twelve. Oh, <laughs> you like the outro too, eh? Yeah. They capped off the album <laughs> yeah. with a one minute and forty something second outro that you liked. Yeah, I liked it. If it was if it was two minutes and thirty seconds, I might not have liked it. So let it. me get this right. Let me get this right. Mm-hmm. Twelve for twelve. Twelve for twelve. You like Vampire Weekend. You like this album. Twelve for twelve. I'm fucking impressed, man. I'm impressed. I'm, imp- I'm, impre- gun, I'm impressed too. Uh, what gun. do you think of what do you what do you think of the final song? Oh, it's fine. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's like uh, just an outro. I'm I'm good with it. So what I did, I like the album. I said I listened to it six times. Oh, you're having some trouble over there. Just mobile mics. That's all. <laughs> okay. You, you talk while I fix the mic. Yeah. We're not I, gonna I, let this technical difficulty ruin us. <laughs> I won't allow it to happen. Okay. No, I like I like the album so much. I actually went back. So this was released in. 2013 and it's his third third album first album self-titled i believe was 2008 vampire weekend and the second album in 2010 is that right uh i don't know if it's 2010 you're talking contra right contra yes contra so i started they went a little bit of a large break between contra and modern vampires so it was 2008 2010 2013 and they had actually had an album that came out last year which i haven't listened to good album but, though. uh or 2019 last year and i i so how, tell me what you think you tell you think of the previous albums we have a bit of time well just, the first album quickly. was like the intro album like you got to know them right i uh like that album but that album's like really really overplayed in that they've that songs like a lot of those songs have been featured on like uh soundtracks to movies commercials stuff like that still a very very good album though so i i uh i like that album a lot Second album was a miss for me, although there is some good tracks on it. There's also a lot of bad tracks on it. Uh, 
This album, obviously, you know I love. And uh, the last album they came out with is also pretty good, but you haven't uh, listened to it yet. So I would recommend listening to it. It's a little bit different, though. It's a little bit more uh, well-produced in terms of, like, it's a little more generic, I'd say that. Okay. They lose a little bit of their touch there, but it's still a, a good album. All right. You know, so when I listen to Contra, the first couple songs, I liked it. I'm like, oh, these guys. This is, is this like the greatest band of all time? <laughs> yeah, I bet. And and then it kind of went downhill. And what was the what was the song? Was uh, the second to last track? Uh, Diplomat Son. So Dip- Diplomat Son. Diplomat Son. Awesome. Was was amazing. Yeah. She I've was a diplomat's son. I've listened to that a couple times. And then the first album, uh, self-titled Vampire Weekend. Yep. You can certainly hear the the influences of uh, artists like. You know Paul Simon, yeah, and then you know the, the African influence that, yeah, yeah. that they get through Paul he, Simon. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. That he mentioned that uh, that was one of his big uh, influences. With it was like the the African kind mm-hmm. of uh, pop sounds and stuff like that. I, yeah, I read I read that um, uh, he was also he was also influenced by the 1990 album from Paul Simon, Rhythm of the Saints. But yeah, no, it's it's yeah, no, it was uh, interesting to, to hear it. And the first first album, I, I didn't I didn't really give a lot of time to, so I'd I'd actually like to go back and listen to that again. Um, go back, but you'll recognize so many songs from, like I said, commercials and movies and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, wow, I'm impressed, Miles. So, I'm really so happy. This, this this is this is the reason. This is one of the, one uh, not the reason, but this is one of the reasons that we do the podcast and yep. is for us to discover. New music, um, because there's a lot of music out there. And sometimes we go back to you know, old faithfuls, right? I always go back to old faithfuls. Right? All eyes on me, <laughs> right? And, and, and we, we this forces us, me and you, to and and hopefully you listening to uh, listen to maybe some albums that you never heard before and listen to it again. Absolutely, I'm I'm happy that you love this album. I did. Uh, I, I I loved great. it, and awesome. I I I'm gonna put myself up there with you and Miley in consider myself a fan. oh man vampire when weekend. they come to town miles me and you front row <laughs> oh vampire yeah for weekend. sure for sure okay well that's good news i'm really happy to hear that uh guys you know where to find us we're available uh if you're listening you could be listening to us on anchor we're also available on spotify Castbox, all your uh friendly podcast sites except apple as always because apple's a problem but we'll get on there one day and uh, you can find us at the Prelude Podcast on Instagram. And uh, eventually we'll be posting some videos on a YouTube channel. But uh, <laughs> you know what? We're a long ways away from that as we've had so many technical difficulties. <laughs> so hit us up on the Prelude Podcast. We're going to be posting a little bit more, letting you guys kind of get involved and stuff. And I uh, would love to hear if you've heard this album or if you listen to it after this, what you think of it. Miles, any last words? I do. I'm going to give you some uh, spoken word from my favorite song. I like this. On the album. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Good. Outside the tents on the festival grounds, as the air began to cool and the sun went down, my soul swooned as I faintly heard the sound of you spinning Israelites into 19th nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs>